Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80. The ESPN app, one app, one tap. You can check us out on ESPN2. You can download the podcast. You can say, play ESPN, and we pop up if you have smart speakers. Guys, uh, Jay, I know you didn't sleep much last night. Nope. Yeah, you probably had to sleep one off, too. would have been not a bad idea after that win, I imagine. Last night was just, Max, it it was surreal for me. In Chicago, right, this is where Coach K is from. At Chicago, cut last night with my boy Dave Kaplan here of ESPN 1000, uh, Cap and Jay Hood, hanging with him, Justin Craig, our boss. Okay, just watching a game. Like, it's um, like last night I watched a team that literally four games ago, I was like, we're not, we're not going to get out of the second weekend. And I, I'm watching a team that has so much pressure on them, but they play with an ease last night. They play with this looseness that I, I haven't really seen them play with before. They play with it against Michigan State down the stretch where they answered call after call. And then to see Jeremy Roach, to see Paolo Bencaro really step up their game, especially for Roach. I've talked to you guys so many times about how difficult it is to process being a, 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 a freshman point guard and not being robotic because you're trying to get everybody the ball at the right time. You're trying to manage the clock. You're trying to be an extension of Coach K on the floor. But for it to pan out for that, the way they played last night, they, they first time I'm saying all year, they are a championship contending team, and I couldn't say that before. So Mike Krzyzewski, Coach K, at the post-game presser yesterday. Listen to this, guys. God bless them. What a great, great group these kids have they've, they've grown up so much in, in the last – last 12 days it's uh such a such a joy it's it's an amazing thing seth greenberg is giving you the straight talk brought to you by straight talk wireless no contract no compromise coach good morning morning guys what's going on what's going on is i was told this morning from someone whose number hangs in the rafters that the pressure on this team because it's coach k's final season and it could end at any moment is galvanizing the duke team to go on this run where are you on that look it could also be their last game also because most of those guys are going to check out right after the season's over and you know they're on to their nba careers i actually think it's the the job that coach k's done with his team to get him to this point the insertion of jeremy roach as a starter empowering him look at the number of minutes he played compared to trevor keels Think about at the end of the game, the switch to the zone, then the switch back to the man-to-man to to disrupt the rhythm and take away the dribble penetration of Texas Tech. Jeremy Roach, the way he's playing, quite honestly. Mark Williams, the way he's playing. Uh, Paolo Bancaro, the big three in the corner was huge, but the way he's attacking and playing downhill, sure, they want to win for their coach. But you know what? They also want to have something hanging in the banner that reflects them. So... I think it's a little bit of everything. I thought that Coach K showed great agility yesterday in coaching that game. Sticking with Jeremy Roach, number one. 
Number two, changing defenses, going to the zone, disrupting the rhythm of the game, keeping Texas Tech out of the lane. And then switching back to man-to-man once Texas Tech figured it out, going back to the man-to-man, which basically got Texas Tech out of rhythm for a little bit of period of time. So I thought he did a great job of mixing up his defenses. I thought he did a great job of staying with Roach. I thought that obviously they've got more pros than everyone else, and they played like it. And like Jay Will said, they played freed up. They did play freed up because they played freed up with a purpose to continue their season and their coach's season. But, Seth, I know the season could end for everybody, but I'm telling you, after the Duke-North Carolina game, you just felt this weight on them because of all the attention that came along with that moment. And there is a feeling where it's like blanket. Like, we just got to play. We got to let go. Like, it's, we got to let go. And that's what I felt like I, I, when I've been seeing them play over the last couple of games. It's like they're letting go. And I think that is forcing them to come together differently. Granted, I, there's a lot of coaching, too. But th- there's something that's said about that, though. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I look, Jay, you would know better because, you play, number one, you played for him. And you understand that bond and, and the respect that they have for him. Uh, you know, and, and that would be great because, let's face it, we live in a world. And, and, and look, the last game of Cameron, that wasn't a game. That was an event. I mean, that was an event. Yeah. That, that was a suffocating. Yeah. You, the second you walked into the building, it was just different. 90 players sitting behind a bench. Every time they come to timeout, they're looking up and seeing those guys. And you guys were all standing, by the way. You guys weren't sitting down. You guys whole were standing game. the whole game like, come on, let's go. And, and you know, that was an incredible amount of pressure on those guys. Uh, whether you said it or not, like I, I talked to Jay Bills the uh, – the night before, and he said, well, you know, it was a typical shoot-around. They were loose. They were fine. You know, this is a different group. Yeah, that's great. Shoot-arounds are one thing. When a light bulb goes on, <laughs> all right, it's totally different. I mean, you know, it reminds me of a story my college coach used to say is, you know, guy had one line in a play. You know, cannon goes off. He goes, Hark, is that a cannon I hear? Re- dress rehearsal. Cannon goes off. He goes, boom, <laughs> Hark, is that a cannon I hear? Second dress rehearsal. Boom, Hark, is that a cannon I hear? Then he gets up. It's, it's, it's time the lights go on. The cannon goes off, and he goes, what the blank was that? You know, I mean, like, it's different when the lights go on and there's 90 former players sitting behind you. But I just thought that the decision they made defensively, the decision to say, Jeremy Roach, this is your team. Trevor Keels, you're a great player. You're physically strong. You're tough. But this team playing those veterans, whether it's Mark Williams, Jeremy Roach, uh, Wendell Moore, and then complimenting them with Paolo Bancaro, who's starting to take ownership in what the best player at Duke is supposed to do. You were the best player at Duke. At the end of the game, the best player at Duke is supposed to make plays. And that's what he did. Coach, I thought about you yesterday a lot. I know you, know? you did. I know you did. I was thinking about you too, big boy. <laughs> I, I said to myself, I said, I should, I should text him. But no, he's coming on the show, so I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait to just hear what he has to say about his Gonzaga Bulldogs and their number one seed year after year after year and getting bounced again. Look, Seth, we often talk about windows closing in professional sports on teams. Is this window starting to close for Gonzaga and Mark Few? Like, be honest with me. I know you're not a coach killer. I know you're not a coach killer, but come on. No, no, no. No, you're right about that, but I'm I'm an honest. No, because they're going to go recruit. They're going to have another great recruiting class, and they're going to put together another terrific team, and they're going to be the best team in the West Coast Conference. Uh, they they conduct their business differently than anyone else in that conference, and they're going to beat high major teams in their non-conference schedule, and they're going to continue to acquire talent. But the game plan yesterday, and I'm just going to put it together. I'm going to put Gonzaga and Arizona together because they both come from the same coaching tree. All right? 
Both of those games, they were beat by tougher, harder-playing teams. Both of those games, they were, they were beat by guards that disrupted the rhythm of the game. Both of those games, they were punched in the face. A game plan very similar to what Baylor did for to them a year ago. All right? Basically, they both coaches, all right, and, and it's in the DNA of, uh, of Kelvin Sampson, and it's in the DNA of, of Musk. Both coaches said, you know what? Cut off the head of the snake, and we're going to win the game. What did they do? Absolutely took Andrew Nabhard out of the game. Pushed Gonzaga one step further out. Basically made it miserable for four players and played Drew Timmy soft. Took them out. They were tougher. They played harder. They got every 50-50 ball Arkansas. They were quicker to the ball. And that's the end of the story. They absolutely got beat. So, I mean, look, I'll take it like a big boy. I mean, I understand that. I, but, but I disagree that they're not going anywhere, man. They're not going anywhere. They're gonna they're gonna win twenty five to thirty games next year. They're gonna be in a conversation to get to the final four and win a national championship because that's who Seth, they are as a program. Seth, what do you say to people who have the counter argument that are like, oh, they're kind of like Russell Westbrook? They're empty stats. Like they're getting these wins because they're in the West Coast Conference every single year, but it doesn't equate to they winning more, championships. They have more NCAA tournament wins in the last ten years than anyone else in the country. How's that stat for you? I'm trying to say. I hate to jump in on y'all conversation right now, but Seth, <laughs> Seth, how many championships? I don't give a damn about tournament wins. Championships. Hey, K, how K, many? K, K, let, K, let me ask you something. Uh, when you were at SC, you win any championships? No. Just checking. Uh, no, but look, yeah. <laughs> but look, Seth, I, I mean, won the USC, conference. USC is USC I won is the Rose a Bowl. historical program. Yeah, but but we're not as a football program, we're not sitting around every single year having the number one team and the number one seed coming away empty. Hey, it's hard in our sport, and, and you know now with the obviously college football playoffs, it's hard to win championship because you know what it, it's it's a hit or miss, one bad game. And look, they have a great program. They haven't been able to get over the hump. They've gotten to multiple Final Fours. They've gotten to championship games. Uh, I would think a lot of people would, t- would say if you look at their resume and what they've done in the NCAA tournament, that's an elite uh, program right under a blue blood because they haven't won a national championship. Right. But uh, Seth, I hear you, brother. I'm just still making a counter argument. You know, I know you talk about the wins in a tournament, but you, they typically get those wins when you're number one seed and you're playing lesser opponents right out of the gate. You know yeah, what but, I mean? But, like, but I, you're getting to Final Fours, Jay. Will. Point, Jay. I'm not, Seth. I'm I'm on your side, Seth. I'm just telling you what when I try to come back. That's this is what people say to me, and I sometimes I have a hard time refuting it. But coach me. just I said, said it. coach at me. Coach just <laughs> said right under the blue bloods because of the lack of a title. I'm totally with that. They are very impressive with that. They like getting to a Final Four key is sort of like winning a bowl game in college football. That's not I the national think. title. And and like there's four of them back in the day, and you know like you you get to the final four. It's like winning the first game of the college football playoffs and yeah. losing and losing to Alabama. Yeah, I mean like I I, I but but no one's here saying that they are the same thing as Duke, but they are a powerhouse. They're a perennial powerhouse. All right, I'm gonna let you and hey, Seth. Hey, hey, I'm gonna hey. let you and Seth have that. You 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 got it. Hey, by the way, <laughs> Keyshawn, I'm gonna give you what I tell Jay. Will enough. I've had it with you. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, coach. <laughs> Thanks, guys. All right, SG.
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. The Browns had done a great show job. They were willing to do what no other team in contention for Watson was willing to do, which was put down $230 million in fully guaranteed money. Cleveland, in my opinion, is the favorite in the AFC North. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 80. We are joined now by ESPN senior NFL reporter Jeremy Fowler. Jeremy, good morning. A second grand jury in Texas will not indict Deshaun Watson. How much did the Cleveland Browns know about this case when they acquired him? Well, I like Jay's DJing there. I was feeling that a little bit. But uh, to get to a more serious matter, you know, the, the Browns did know about this latest development with the Brazonia County, uh, really a police complaint. It wasn't a charge. And it's been... Uh, thrown out, so to speak. Um, They will not pursue charges in this case. There will be no misdemeanor charges against Deshaun Watson in that county. And so, you know, the Browns, that's why they waited to schedule Deshaun Watson's press conference for today. They announced it last night after the county decided not to uh, indict or pursue Deshaun Watson. And so that was sort of the variable they were waiting on. They had Watson in Cleveland. Uh, He's been there. He took his physical He's met with coaches and people in the building, and they've really been planning for this press conference, which uh, he knows he needs to show a successful outing in. And so uh, all those pieces were, were moving around this week, but they were waiting uh, for this case to, to get some clarity, uh, and they got the answer that they were largely expecting. Jeremy, do you think now that the second grand jury is not indicting Deshaun that, that this will have some sort of impact on the potential suspension? Possibly, but you still have the civil cases, uh, and that could drag on for a while, depending on how that's handled. You know, if, if that's settled, uh, that could be telling to the NFL. Um, you know, they could have their own interpretation of that. They, they've already been doing a ton of legwork on this. It's been a better part of the year that they've been investigating Deshaun Watson, so they, they likely have most of the clarity that they want. Um, but uh, the, these cases are more on the criminal side. Now you still have the civil situation. It has to be sorted out. So the league's most likely going to wait on that. You know, most teams I've talked to have ballparked him missing potentially six games under an NFL personal conduct policy suspension. But there really has been no clarity yet. The teams that pursued Watson a week or two ago, they tried to find out their own information, what they know, what he'll miss next season. But they can never really get a clear-cut answer from the league. Jeremy, what would you like to hear from Watson and the Browns when they meet with the media today? Oh, I mean, uh, you know, it's it's certainly a a heavy situation. Um, You know, I think you're looking for, you know, as as much honesty and and clarity as as possible. You know, Um, I'm curious to see how much he will want to discuss uh, the cases and the allegations. Um, You know, if he shuts the door completely on that, 
uh, then that could be you know problematic because people have been waiting to talk to Watson uh, for the better part of, of the last year. He's obviously been very quiet, didn't talk during his year in Houston. Um, so this one's definitely going to be less about on the field uh, and, and more about just uh, you know him trying to repair his image. I'm sure that's that's sort of the, the goal out of this. Um, but you know they're going to have to be uh, you know some answers and some accountability moving forward. Um, you know on uh, on how you know he he interprets all of this, why he believes he's innocent, um, and it'll go from there. Thank you, Jeremy Fowler. Appreciate it. Talk soon. Say good. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Jeremy. So so so. Keyshawn J. Willemax is presented by Progressive Insurance. When you bundle auto, home, or motorcycle insurance, they save you. Let's go to another story. You can visit Progressive.com. Let's go to another story dominating the headlines in the NFL this week. The latest NFL blockbuster trade, the Kansas City Chiefs are sending Tyreek Hill to the Miami Dolphins. Four years, 120 with 72 guaranteed. Tyreek Hill wanted to become the highest paid wide receiver in football. Keyshawn, J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. Guys, Aaron Rodgers loses another receiver. <laughs> like when we were looking, Key, when we were, we were like, hey, Green Bay's the best place for him. Like, that's where he can win, this and that. He loses, really, let's be honest, the best receiver in the game. And then he loses his deep threat. I mean, they better, they better do something here. Marquez Valdez-Scantling. Signs a three-year deal with the Chiefs to replace Tyreek Hill. I know I'm going to be using him in DraftKings this year. Uh, Rodgers, <laughs> as I mentioned, also lost Devontae Key. What do the Packers do here? Well, I think there's a couple things they can do, right? You can load up in a couple veterans and then draft some guys. You can go get a Jarvis Landry who's still available, who gives you the intermediate game. OBJ is available if you want to make that run in him again for a second time. Even though he's coming off an ACL, he'll be available to you mid-year football season. Julio Jones is there. What I would do, because there's money left over from Devontae Adams, is I would try to sign all three of them, bring all three, Julio, uh, uh, um, OBJ, Landry, and then I'll draft two more young receivers. That's what I would do. i bring in four to five new wide receiver weapons for my yeah. offense. You'd have the best, hey, Jay, you'd have the best receiving core from 2016 in the building, but who still has something left. But, but like Julio Jones and Odell, along with Antonio Brown, go back five, six years. Those are the three best receivers in football. No, I didn't say bring AB yeah, in now. No, no, no. Yeah. Let's, not, let's not get hysterical. <laughs> yeah. Why, why not go out key and try to see what Seattle wants to do with Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf? Like, if, if you're looking at DK saying, hey, why not making that a target for a guy like Aaron Rodgers to have an elite weapon like a DK Metcalf? Because Seattle's not looking to move him, uh, Jay. Until they get the right deal. Until they get yeah, the right Yeah, but they're not right? – I mean, they, they, they're not looking to move him. They, they want to lock him up long term. Think about um, what it would cost to get DK, too, right now. There's so many draft picks. A lot. Like, Odell, you just give him the money, and you're going to get a deal because of he's coming off injury. And, and Julio, at this stage in his career, ain't going to cost you anything. It's not going to cost you draft capital. It's not going to yes. cost you actual it, capital. Yeah, it, absolutely. And if Julio is healthy, He's good. he could still be a really good player and productive. But it does occur to me that a lot of fanfare, Jay Key, about like Aaron Rodgers never throws to a first-round draft pick, never throws to a first-round draft pick. I got to think 
that the Packers has to have to use high-end draft capital, like second round at least, on receivers right now, whatever they do in the market, right? They're going to have to draft pass-catching threats. Yeah, they should, though. I think they, they absolutely should draft a receiver potentially in the first round. The last time that they drafted one was Javon Walker. That was 20-something years ago, it feel like. So that's a long time ago. And then when you look at it, you got second and later round picks, and there's receivers draft this year is really deep. So they have opportunities to certainly do some stuff at the receiver position. Aaron Rodgers is going to make receivers good no matter who they are. You think? I I was high on Julio Jones last year, and you kind of talked me out of it, Key. Like, I was high on him when he went to Yo, Jake, he does that, right? Like, you you have a position, Uh, uh, he makes a persuasive (laughs) argument, he convinces you of it, and then you turn around, you go, whoa, 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 wait. It's the opposite of that? You just talked me into it. Max, was I not right? You were right. But, about but here's what happens, though, Key. You, you look at some of the issues that potentially Mike Vrabel and Julio Jones had, right, about him playing, practice, things like that. Like, is that something to think about if you're Green Bay? Like, do you want – like, what kind of compatibility would Aaron Rodgers and Julio have if you're having those issues in Tennessee? Well, one of the things Don't you think I the said – issues would arise in Green Bay? Well, no. What I said is if he stays healthy, he is a very productive player. There's a value to that. When you, when you trade for him and you give up what Tennessee gave up and you pay that salary that Julio was on, that you were on the hook for, mm-hmm. that is when it becomes problematic. Yeah. Now, like Max said, it doesn't cost you anything. Yeah, your reactions, Key, your basic you know? reactions are to you have that reaction when you see the marketplace misvaluing an asset, either yes. under or overvaluating. Yes. So when they're overvaluating it, and that's what GMs do, really. Don't go near that. It costs you too much for what you're getting. And yes. then as soon as the market corrects and all of a sudden it's basically for free, you're like, well, why wouldn't I want that for next to nothing? Yes. I, yeah, I agree. Absolutely. It's like Tyreek Hill. Not, if I'm yeah. a New York Jets, I'd take Tyreek Hill in a heartbeat for what I had to give up. If I'm the Miami Dolphins, I gave up too much for Tyreek Hill. See, Jay understands that in the marketplace. That's when Jay, Jay yeah. goes into the stock that, market. He gets that just right. It makes sense. Exactly, Max. It makes a lot <laughs> yeah. of sense now. I get it. Yeah. Jay flying private because he looks for that exact thing hey. in the stock market. Hey, all right, hey, listen. hey, hey, hey. Listen. Keep my business out of your mouth, Max. <laughs> First of all, you're broadcasting, the air. you're broadcasting somewhere from the Matrix or something. I don't know where, where you are right now, but <laughs> listen. I'm um, ESPN Chicago. ESPN 1000 Chicago. I'm right here, baby. Here's the question. I've been we've been having a good time, but this is the question I really wanted to know since all this went down. And key coming up, yes. you uh, coming up, not just yet, but after Sports Center, I want to know from you. Okay, who is going to be more affected Ooh. by losing their top receiver? Ooh. Is it Aaron mm. Rodgers or is it Patrick Mahomes? I want to know that, and then I want to know Ooh. is Valdez Scantling better off? With Mahomes, then Rodgers. I have burning questions I need the answer to. And don't do the thing where you talk me into it, and then next year you tell me the opposite thing, and now I'm confused. The latest NFL blockbuster trade, the Kansas City Chiefs are sending Tyreek Hill to the Miami Dolphins. This is now the fastest wide receiver duo in NFL history. I think the pressure is ramped up as high as you can put it onto a tongue of our lower. All right. Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 80. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. By the way, the the question of the day, you can call in 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. 
does Mark Few need to win a national title? We didn't even know we were going to do this topic to the extent that we're doing it today. But before the show even started, everyone's screaming and hollering at each other about Mark Few and what it means and Hall of Fame. Is he a Hall of what is it? Is it, is it a top program? So we're asking you. you got to settle this for us. 729-3776-888. Say ESPN. Does Mark Few need to win a national title? You can also hit us, hit us up on Twitter, at KeyJ and Max. All right, Key, i got to know. Bigger impact on the quarterback. Who has a greater effect losing their top receiver? Is it Aaron Rodgers losing Devontae, or is it Patrick Mahomes losing Tyreek? I think it'll be Patrick Mahomes losing Tyreek Hill because he gave him so much giddy-up, so much I'm surprised juice. by that. Uh, when you look mm-hmm. at Devontae Adams, he's more of a traditional route running wide receiver, kind of everything's in rhythm, where Tyreek Hill meshes really, really well with Mahomes' off-schedule plays, meaning that all of the scramble drills, break open things, and that cheetah can run, man. That thing is, is a different animal, as you saw in the um, playoff game, he caught a dig across the middle, turned the corner, and put the deuces up. I mean, that's something special in itself. So I think it'll be, if any effects on a quarterback, I think it'll be Patrick Mahomes because of the all-schedule Jay, plays. Jay, you hear what I hear? Like, like here's my fir- where my mind goes as soon as you say that, Key. And I know you don't sit there and think I have to balance this with something I've said in the past, but try to square this mm-hmm. for me with what you said in the past, okay? Thank you, Max. Now, Get it. Now, when when he lost Tyreek, you're like, you know what? That's not the key to that offense. It's it's uh, uh, Travis Kelsey. Kelsey. It's Travis Kelsey, right? That's who keeps the chains moving, right? Is there anyone in the Green Bay offense that Aaron Rodgers throws to or who runs it that is more of a key for Aaron Rodgers' offense than Devontae Adams? You see what I mean? Like if 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 Tyreek Hill is a bigger loss for Patrick Mahomes, but he's not Patrick Mahomes' biggest key on a, on the offense, and Devontae Adams is, unless Devontae Adams isn't or wasn't for for Aaron Rodgers, right? Can you square that for me? It would be Aaron Jones in that offense for me, because of the balance and the things that he does from a versatility standpoint, catching the ball out of the backfield, running it in between the tackles. Having a running game balances things out for Aaron Rodgers. And what I mean by Patrick Mahomes missing his top target, that's the home run hitter, the go-getter for him. That is an off-schedule play that Patrick Mahomes is a must-have in his system. If you remember when they were struggling, that's because they were taking that away from the Kansas City Chiefs by running the too high. How do you take away what Kansas City was doing so well? You run two shell. You run cover two. Therefore, you don't have the -the over-the-top stuff getting behind you. Now that's gone. When they got back to that, they flourished flourished in their offense. When they took that away from them, Kansas City struggled. Now that's in Miami. Doesn't mean that he won't have success. It just means that he'll miss him more than Devontae Adams and Aaron Rodgers. Did I help Max, you there? I, I go, uh, yeah, you yeah, did. You, you, you did. did. You, yeah, yeah, you clarified that. I, you clarified your point very well. But, Max, I go back to what we talked about yesterday when you said, hey, you like the original cast of certain characters in movies or shows, right? And I First love Lionel. the original cast of what this would be with Kansas City. And even if you bring Juju Smith or you bring Marquez Valdez-Scantlin to the table, it just doesn't feel like it's going to be as prolific from what Tyreek Hill brought to the offense because of what you just said, Key, because he takes the top off everything, and it makes you honest defensively. And also, Key, he's like 
Tyreek Hill should be a gadgety kind of special teamsy kind of guy, but he can run routes and he can catch the ball. Like he's not a special teams player. He's actually a receiver, but with next level speed, right? Like I don't know how to me, what you said about what Jay just said, what you said earlier about why Mahomes is going to miss him, the off-schedule stuff, to me, that's the magic. Like, Travis Kelsey, keep the chains moving. I get it, I get it, I get it. But the stuff that made me go, oh, the sizzle, but, as you would say, oh, my God, was, was Tyreek. But the thing about it, Max, is this could be a good thing for Patrick Mahomes because those off-schedule plays here and there can get you in trouble. Mm-hmm. And when yeah. you don't have the off-schedule plays – now you got to worry about – now you got to concentrate more on your fundamentals and drop back, stay in the pocket, read the defense a certain yeah, way, all not, of those sort of things. Yeah. This could be a good thing for Patrick Mahomes. Wow. So, so okay. So, there it is. Tyreek Hill, bigger impact on Patrick Mahomes, his absence, his the loss of Tyreek Hill. Then Devontae Adams, the loss for Aaron Rodgers because Adam Jones – is, is the Travis Kelsey in terms of the move the chains guy in that offense. Okay. What about Marquez Aaron Valdez? Aaron Jones. What'd I say? Adam. Oh, Aaron Jones. Yeah. Pardon Pac-Man. me. Yeah, must yeah, be thinking yeah. about like a boxer or something. <laughs> no, no, no. I just, <laughs> dude, Jones, you know, I, I don't know. I, I don't Jones know where I got corner. Aaron from. It could be Aaron. You know, like a lot of names, Aaron Rodgers. A lot of names. The, the greatest one in modern sports is Russell Westbrook and Russell Wilson. I mean, like how many times? Oh. It's like every day. But um, Marquez Valdez Scantling, Keith, like, the Kansas City poaches him right from Green Bay. Is who is he better off with? Was he be better off staying in Green Bay with Aaron Rodgers? Or will he be better off with Mahomes now? See, now both of y'all gonna hate me for this mm-hmm. because his style is even with both because he's a vertical stretch guy. He's a bomb threat. Mm-hmm. So both of them like to launch the football down the field. I mean, when you look at the the most air yards per target. MVS is at the top, 17.5. That means that Aaron Rodgers is letting that thing fly. And what does Patrick Mahomes like to do? He likes to let it fly. Mm -hmm. So he's good with both of them either way. This is why it's perfect for Kansas City when they lost Tyreek Hill. They said, we're saving money. We're still going to get the vertical stretch game. And it makes sense. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max were presented by Progressive Insurance. We asked you to call in and try to settle this uh, Mark Few debate for us. The whole show, Jay and Key and Evan and producers are getting involved in me. Mark Few, and they're great. No, they're not. The Hall of Fame, no, they need to take it to the next level. Every year we hear the same thing. All right, Coach Q wants to weigh in, guys. Good morning, Coach Q. Good morning, guys. I appreciate you having me on. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and tell you what I told Evan. Yeah, he does need to win a chip. Calipari didn't get a pass. Neither did Jimmy Boeheim. And he's nowhere near on the level of those guys. I get it. He built a program. Respect due. You got to win a chip. Got to cut down them nets. You want to take it to the next level and cement your legacy. That's just my take. Take it away, Jay. Take it away. (laughs) No, I'm I'm down with Coach, Coach, Coach Q. Coach Q, Coach K. A lot, of, a lot of coaches. A lot of coaches. Um, but I, I, here, here's my thing. The conversations, guys, that they're having in Kentucky right now, some Kentucky fans are trying to run Coach Calipari out of town. Like, they're trying to, like, oh, another early exit, St. Peter's. You know, he's not a winner. It's only equated to one national championship. If they're treating Coach Calipari that way, 
because <laughs> of the expectations with Big Blue Nation. Like, when do the expectations for Gonzaga, like a team that we expect to be there every single year, where does that vitriol come from? When does that come to the table? Or does mm-hmm. it feel like Mark Few just always it, gets a pass? You know, he probably is going to continue to get a pass because much like Coach Q said and you said, Jay, or even Max said, he built the program, okay? Coach Cal didn't build Kentucky. Kentucky yeah. was already there. Kentucky has a rich basketball history, so that's why it's problematic for him at Kentucky. Just like whoever takes over Duke and uh, Coach Shire, it's going to be problematic. North Carolina, problematic. Kansas, because those programs already have history. This is a different yeah. situation for the for the Zags. Hey, Key, I'm I'm surprised by your response because usually you preach patience, right? Like just. Give it time. It's going to get there. Patience with who? But I'm talking about Mark Few for a second. I want to bring it back to Mark Few. Ain't no patience. He's been there 23 damn years. But in the last – how many many Final Fours has he been in in the last five, six years, Jay? Uh, He's been to, I think – He's had the number one seed. And he hadn't been before that, right? Like, if you look, first they started Max, getting to the tournament. he's had the number one seed like six times no, since no, he's been there. I get it, but look at the trend of his career. It, to me, my recollection is anyway, we'd have to look it up, that first he made the tournament, made the tournament. Then he started yeah, winning yeah, yeah. a game in the tournament. Then he started getting the sweet 16s. And then recently he's been in the final four. It's trending in the right direction. Maybe not fast enough for your liking, but, it, but he's yeah. a dude who took a program and keeps Max. building it. Two, two times, times he's been four. in the final four. Two times, and 2021. Right in That's the last five, six years, he's been in the final four. And forget, don't forget, one of those was canceled. Right, so the last four f- tournaments, he's been to the final four twice. That's better than he used to do. He's trending in the right direction, isn't he? How is that trending in the right direction? You just got bounced last night. Come on, he, I, I hear what you're saying on that key, but he's my man's knocking at the door. Like they were. They were a couple plays away from winning it last year. I ain't year buying it. It ain't perfectly ain't linear. The point is, in recent years, he's doing better than in the tournament than he used to do. And, and before he got there, there was no tournament, right, for them. So, I don't know. Oh, yeah. How much pressure is on Patrick Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers, guys, without their top wide receivers? We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Podcast. What's our level of concern? Zero, 50, more to the max. Turns out to the max. This is Zero to the Max. 
Dan Orlovsky joins the show now to play To The Max. Dan, are you familiar with this game? Let me go over the rules with you very quickly. It's pressure on QBs. Zero, 50, or to the max, okay? Pressure on quarterbacks. Dan, I know you were born ready, so I can't ask you if you're ready. It's a foregone Born ready. Here we go. I'm ready. Tua Tungavailoa. Zero, 50, or to the max pressure this year. Uh, I have two at 40. No, no. Can you hear me? Zero, it's 50, or it's to the max, Dan. Oh. Just told you, Dan, Uh, how to play the the game. Dan, look at that. I said born ready, and he immediately changed the the rules and everything. 50. Why is two a 50, Dan? You can hear me. Okay. Yes. Uh, 50, well, just first of all, um, the moves that they've made this offseason are still a big deal. Um, all the offensive talent that they've unloaded on their team. But it's going to be a new scheme, a new system, new offense. I expect Tua to have a really good year. I also understand that he's playing in a brutally difficult division now outside of the Jets in a brutally difficult conference. So there's got to be some reality with expectations attached to Tua as well. The reality for me is to the max. I think when you look at everything Dan said, they bring in new players, new head coach. They've got to evaluate him to move forward on him. Is he the answer? Will somebody else be the quarterback in Miami next year? It's the max, not only for the Dolphins, but for Tua's future in Miami. Key, I'm with you all day, brothers, to the max. No excuses. You got your left tackle now. You got deep threats. You, you, you have the pieces. You have to make the playoffs, and you have to show that you're worthy of them making you the franchise quarterback to the max. I agree. It's to the max. Guys, I just want to point something out. I just put it up. Drew Brees, first season, didn't play, basically. Second season, wasn't, any, wasn't very good. He was fine. Third season, same sort of thing. He had his breakout in year four, right? Like, like this is the history of the league. Tua started off We don't do that anymore, Max. I get it, but that doesn't mean that we, some guys wouldn't develop that way, and you may sometimes I, I, go move on too early. Yeah, I, I agree. But because of Patrick Mahomes, we don't allow that anymore. Uh, 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 who, by the way, sat mm. his first year. But I would say the pressure, because of what you just said, Dan, is to the max on this guy. Got everything he needs. Russell Wilson, 0-50 or to the max. Dan Orlovsky. To the max. The, the amount of draft capital and player-wise that your team gave up to acquire you. The expectation now is that you are a legit Super Bowl contender. I think they're going to have the best offense in that division because of Nathaniel Hackett, their new head coach. Uh, they're still incredibly talented, and I think Russell Wilson is in the conversation for top six, seven players at that position in the NFL. And, and to the max as well, for me, Dan, I think everything that you just said, the capital that you gave up, not only that, you are now following a certain trend in the National Football League for teams. Go get a veteran quarterback that yeah. you think can win a Super Bowl immediately. Tom Brady, Matthew Stafford, Russell Wilson, Matt Ryan, all those guys fall under the same umbrella. Dio is to the max. When you take when you take the family, the first family photo of the Denver Broncos (laughs) with the wife, the kids and everything, like that's just to the max. Like that's expectations like that come along with who Russell Wilson is. To the max. We're seeing him for the first time in the pros in a new town, new system, the whole thing in a monster of a division where he could easily miss the playoffs or win the Super Bowl to the max on Russell Wilson. Aaron Rodgers, Dan Orlovsky, is the pressure on him this year 0-50 or to the max? To the max, and there's no one in the NFL that I can say to the max more or more resoundingly than Aaron Rodgers. Um, 
the, the, the decision to come back to Green Bay, to stay in the NFC. I understand the loss of Devontae Adams. I don't think it's going to be um, incredibly negatively impactful for their offense. He's got to go in a Super Bowl because of the way that that contract is set up. This is certainly to the Supermax again, Dan. I'm following you. Everything from the contract to everything that we went through last year, everything we went through this past season, just everything we going through, went through the offseason, the money, the expectations, all of it. Yeah. And if you want to be the guy in Green Bay and surpass Brett Favre, you've got to go get it done, man. You've got to go get I it done. I know expectations are to the max for him. But, like, for me, I'm, I'm at 50, though, Max, because oh, I need to see. Here, Jay. Hey, I need to see who he's throwing the ball to. I'm with Jay, Who's actually, guys. To, I actually think I actually think it's at a 50, and here's part of the sad part of it, right? The expectation that Aaron Rodgers is going to make a Super Bowl run every year, I don't think it's the same anymore. He didn't win a playoff yes. game last year. Uh, you know, like, he just lost his receivers. I could easily see Aaron Rodgers in a situation where, of course, they're going to make the playoffs in that division, right? And then he comes up short. It's like, oh, well, you know, this is the first year, and he didn't have Devontae, and we'll see next year. I think the pressure's actually at a 50. Patrick Mahomes, Dan. I can't get over the fact that you don't think there's a max pressure on him. Um, I'll say 50 for Patrick Mahomes. I think, number one, because he's got 10-plus years of phenomenal football left inside of him. Two, I think that this football team really offensively, philosophically is going to be very different. And that's attached to the Tyreek Hill trade. I think that they've wanted to build their football team around the best part um, outside of him, which is their offensive line, and change some of the stuff that they do schematically on offense. I think they're going to ask just a little bit less of him, and that's going to help his play. Uh, Patrick Mahomes is the best player in the NFL at that position, might be the best player in the NFL, obviously. I still like 50. Yeah, I'd say 50 following Dan again. Here's a simple reason. Much like Dan just said, his play is going to change. Remember earlier, fellas, I said Tyreek Hill leaving is going to make Patrick Mahomes a better quarterback. They, he won't have to rely on off-schedule plays nearly as much. He can get in rhythm, in sync, do the things skill-wise that they're asking him to do, and he'll be a better quarterback for that. 50 is where I'm going. Max, I got a question. What the hell is going on? Why are Key and Dan agreeing so much? This never happens. It's a good question. It's never well, happens. You know. Dio is a re- I- what? Key my guy. Key's my guy. I would. By he's the way, I agree. Guy, like we, Jay, do you think fi- I agree with fifty on Mahomes because he's making he has sense, Jay. So much we're equity already because he has so oh, much nah. success. Get but him, Dan. You know what, Dan? There's a danger you know they don't Dan. make the playoffs in that mm-hmm. comp- in that division. I mean, there is. There's pressure there. Patrick Mahomes not allowed Max, to miss the playoffs. They're gonna make the playoffs, Max. Stop. I hope so. Thank Max, you, Dan. You know there's seven teams who make it. What's that? You know there's seven teams who make it, Max. I do. Four may come out of that <laughs> okay. uh, division. They may have to. You're All right. Savage Much deal. more coming You're right savage. up. ESPN Radio. Uh, Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.